Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 175 of the Audible Farm podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's uh, pretty much my favorite coffee. It's pretty much the only coffee I drink. As a matter of fact, for almost three years now, it's pretty much the only coffee I've drank. If you guys want to check it out, go to CouchtownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and when you do, let them know Audible Farm sent you, and they'll give you 20% off. Why? Because Couchtown Coffee's that awesome. Thanks, Couchtown. This week, I am sitting down solo. I'm solo again this week. Not my favorite types of episodes. Um, but it is something that I guess I kind of have to do if I want to put out weekly episodes. Um, I've been kind of striking out with, with getting guests. I've scheduled a few interviews for the next week, but, uh, it's just kind of either weather got in the way, one of them technology got in the way, and then, uh, other ones, I just haven't gotten back to finally hammer out a final date. So if you, if I hit you up this last week and we haven't hammered out a final date, get back with me. Uh, we'll get a date hammered out. I do know I have to message someone back. Uh, I do have one unread message from recently. So, uh, yes, let's, let's get some episodes scheduled out so I don't have to sit here alone and ramble through the intro. But, uh, this episode I sit down and talk about different tools I have for, uh, some musicians or people that enjoy music, uh, places you can go to, uh, have your stuff be seen or heard with everyone else's. And uh, I also talk about the difficulties of being uh, in, like what I would call an add-on musician. I'm not a singer-songwriter, so I'm kind of just somebody that gets added on next to them. And uh, I, you know, I haven't played very many shows this year, actually. So uh, that I kind of talk a little bit about that. Otherwise, uh, that's pretty much all I talk about in this upcoming episode. There's a couple tidbits here and there. I get a little rambly here and there, as I tend to do, especially on the solo episodes. Uh, I've seen people have been absolutely crushing the podcast the last few weeks um this last month or two has just been absolutely insane as far as listens go Uh, i've had a couple episodes go to the top of the list as far as most listened to episodes that i've uploaded and they're they've only been out for like a couple months so uh, thank you guys for listening i hope you guys enjoy this solo episode it's very very short this week i apologize but it's uh the best i could do uh sitting down alone and not playing very many shows so Here we go. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. Okay, yeah. Sitting down alone again today. Not necessarily my favorite thing to do. Uh, I do have a couple people I've hit up for interviews, so if you're thinking the solo thing is going to be happening a whole bunch, I don't know if it's going to. I'm trying my best to keep guests coming in, but it's getting tougher, and then it's the dead of winter, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I mean, I could make a million excuses. How many do you want? I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, I, I'm sitting down alone this week and I don't really have too much to talk about. I haven't played very many shows this year. I think I've only played like maybe three or four so far, which, uh, you know, winter is a little bit slower and summer is when you pick up the bulk of your shows. So I kind of understand it, but it is just the way it is too. I'm not necessarily a singer songwriter or much of a solo musician. So I'm kind of 
tied to someone else if they want to go play and then invite me and it's just it's just the way it is it's the nature of the beast you know it'd, it'd be like um i guess i could only compare it to be like being a drummer there's not very many like you can't really go out and be a solo drum act i'm sure there's one out there I'm going to have to Google that later. That's actually really intriguing. But, like, there's no, like, drummer, singer, songwriters that just, like, go out and play the drums and sing, and that's the end of it, you know, I guess. So it's not much different than that when you just play lead guitar and you don't necessarily write music. So uh, hats off to everyone that is out there writing music. It always blows me away uh, how good the songs are and how good you guys all are playing music, etc. So it's really cool. I, I, I'm just always wowed by that. So really cool stuff, guys. Speaking of singer-songwriters, uh, I do have a group online created that is uh, it's, well, it's created by Audible Farm, but it's just called Audible Farm Iowa Live Music Art, Comedy, and Entertainment Promotion. Uh, I tried to get as much of the idea across in the name as I could. Basically, if you're from Iowa and you entertain people in any fashion and you make events or anything, just toss it in there. Um, I mean, you can promote your stuff. Uh, promote your stuff throw links to where you can listen to stuff throw your youtube channel in there whatever you want one thing i've been pressing a lot of people lately to do is to put their events in that group on facebook so if you use facebook and you make events for your band toss them in there uh i, I know a lot of people are probably just like why should i do that well one of the cool things it has is a uh, little upcoming events featured tab on there of sorts it used to only be there when you were on a computer like if you came to a computer and you went on facebook on an actual like laptop or desktop computer you'd be able to see the calendar there but on mobile it wasn't always available until semi recently i guess i noticed it whoa for everybody watching the patreon there goes there's the brightness um but yeah, so I, I'd noticed it maybe a couple weeks back and I, I decided maybe I'll I'll throw some events in there and see what happens and see if some other people might throw some events in there. I don't know. We'll see. So I just started tossing events in there, just random ones I had seen or if somebody had posted two or three events in a day, I just went and grabbed like the first like maybe five off their list and tossed them in there. So I did that for a handful of musicians that I had seen throughout the last few days. I wasn't really looking terribly hard for events, but it was just kind of like what came across my Facebook feed personally, and I went in there and just tossed all the links in there. And so when I did that, it actually created a little uh, list on there. So I always have a lot of people messaging me, asking me when and where shows are at, and guess what? You can just go into that group and find the event links there and you can go to any of the events you want to uh it's all up to you which is really kind of cool that they have that available like that's a, a thing um i mean as a matter of fact let's see what's going on um so the day this comes out jeremy ober is going to be at shiny top uh playing for the acoustic republic so that's going to be a really cool one um Friday, which would be tomorrow. Uh, Vinny and the Night Prowlers are going to be live at Whiskey Joe's. And there's also going to be Ober playing with Acoustic Republic at the 503. I believe that's in Iowa Falls. Um, but that's the other thing. Like You can click on here and see where all the events are at and things like that. Um, Red Dirt Renegade is going to be at Miss Kitty's. And there's going to be a jam night this Sunday in Fort Dodge, the Eagles Ballroom. 
Uh, Matt Woods is at the Botanical Garden on Sunday. I believe it's a Botanical Garden. But yeah, there's just like a giant list of events in there. I mean, I just read off a handful of them. And if you're in a band and you want to get your events on this list, just toss them in the group. It's that it's that easy. I mean, it's really not... It is an extra step. I do understand that. And I always hated it when it was just like, why don't you just put them in there for me? Which is kind of what I've done for a few people. So... Um, I have noticed that the members on the group has gone up quite a bit as of late too. So I appreciate everyone for inviting your friends and messaging people and, and, uh, just letting people know that that event option is there or that the group is even there. Um, I've had professional wrestlers of sorts, uh, promoters and things like that drop events in there before. I do know that Chris Carr has been one of the more frequent people that's been posting in the group. And he'll toss stuff in there all the time. So I, I appreciate that. Thanks, Chris, if you're listening. Um, I recently shared an Indie Music Room episode with Jeremy Ober. I believe he's the featured artist for February on the Indie Music Room, which is uh, another Northern Iowa-based podcast. I believe we started somewhere around the same time, but we don't put out episodes at the same rate. And uh, on the Indie on the Indie Music Room podcast uh i guess i don't know if it's a podcast or show available as a podcast but it's also on the radio and on internet radio so anyways on that one there's an interview plus music and they're confident with uh putting music on their platform so i'll um i just kind of let them handle that you know and i'm not too big on putting music on the podcast if you haven't you know heard 100 plus episodes in but um it's just kind of the way i prefer to do things i've had uh not as much good luck putting music online in things and copyrights and trying to get around them because even if you have the permission it's tough to like what are you gonna do send like youtube a signed note saying hey i have permission to use this so i and just to avoid all of that i kind of chose not to have music on my podcast but the indie music room with heather kelly has music on hers so check it out it's really cool i actually did an interview with uh heather kelly well, it's been a while actually it's probably been a few years ago but yeah check that out that was a really good episode too it's a great show i love it and it's you know right out of the northern iowa area in that fort dodge ish neighborhood kind of so check it out it's really kind of cool uh most of the episodes if not all the episodes are recorded at uh, Junior's Motel, which is a recording studio that still does analog recordings up here in Northern Iowa. Another cool thing about that. So really awesome. Check that out. Um, Jeremy Ober, once again, uh, gets mentioned. So he's going to be uh, on that show. There's a YouTube link in the Audible Farm group I've mentioned prior. So if you're looking for that Audible Farm group, it's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Audible Farm. It's that easy to find it. It's... Um, right there you can put your links in there for anything uh as of late it's just been me dumping a lot of links to events around there but um i do see i mean i'm just going to throw this out there i see there's an event post for um upcoming events at the boardrooms lounge which uh includes jam nights and all sorts of fun stuff coming up hypnosis is there's gonna be a hypnotist there is that what it is Oh my gosh, there's going to be a hypnotist there. Yeah, so like there, there's an event page there with all sorts of stuff coming up, including multiple bands, Duo Republic, Tank Anthony, uh, Adam Whitehead, Scott Kirkhart, etc., etc. 
So there's that. There's also some pro wrestling events shared in there. Chris Carr events have been shared in there. Uh, some Vineyard Vibration events. Uh, Vineyard events are always really fun. Some more pro wrestling events have been shared in there. And lots and lots and lots of music events uh, from Northern Iowa's favorite. Uh, there's a really cool event from uh, Jared Harp. He's he's booking all sorts of shows. Uh, he plays with More Cheese and Americature. So if you don't know uh, either one of those bands, highly worth checking out. I've played with Americature a handful of times. I played on the same show as Americature a handful of times. That's the correct way to phrase that. Great band. I love it. Uh, their music's really cool. They do a lot of their stuff in-house right there. So it's really, really awesome to have bands like that out there working super hard. Uh, I do know that you know, just from being in the same scene as the punk rock kind of stuff that goes on around Iowa, they're definitely one of the harder working bands out there. So hats off to them. And uh, yeah, like I said, that Facebook group is... 100% optional. It's not something anybody has to do. It's just a fun thing that's there, and you can see events there. If you see an event people might like, chuck it in there. You never know. Maybe somebody will want to go to it. But as of right now, there's a nice little calendar up there showing what events are coming up. And um, I debated making like a mini video about it and showing like what events are playing, etc. But I do also know that there is... Um, gosh, what is it? Like... Live Music Builder, is that what it's called? I believe. Let me see. Live Music Builder. Yeah, Music, music Builder Live, that's what it is. But they, they put out something similar to what I'm talking about, like a video with live events that are coming out, etc. I'm saying that word a lot this episode. I don't know where exactly they're located out of or who's running the page, but they're doing cool things over there. So if you guys uh, don't know what I'm talking about, Check them out on Facebook. Let me see if I can find there on Facebook at Music Builder Live. It's pretty simple. Um, that's just a page I've stumbled across multiple times. They, like I said, they make a little video that shows some events that are coming up. And all you have to do for them is uh, just hit them up and let them know you have an event or tag them in an event. And they'll put your event on, on their list. I'm pretty sure that's all you have to do. So, uh, yeah, definitely worth hitting them up. They also have a, a calendar, it appears. So go check out their calendar online as well. Um, yeah, their calendar looks like it's at musicbuilderlive.com. So all sorts of cool stuff out there. And that's one reason I've like debated and then kind of pulled back on some ideas that I've had because I've thought to myself, like it would be really cool to do this. And then I look around, it's like, well, someone's already doing it. And it doesn't mean I couldn't do it, but it also... You know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. That's uh, kind of where I took like the. It's kind of where I took my podcast approach from, I guess. Uh, I've talked about this in prior episodes, but I, I really wanted to start something kind of like what Josh Mason was doing at, at the Regional Rock Hour. Um, currently at ninety two Rock, and I I like the show a lot, but I don't have the ability to play. I didn't really want to play music. I've talked about that earlier. So I was like, well, I have to do sit-down interview-style things. So I kind of went that route. And these are kind of generic interview-type things that are going on where I just kind of ask people questions about you know, their past and, and their music and, and what's happened. If they've been on the episode multiple times, I kind of get like the new story about what's going on and, and what they think about it and things like that. So I have done a lot of those types of interviews. And I do want to get like 
deeper into things or ask people like wilder, more edgy questions, but I'm not like quite sure what the best way to do it is. And I've debated, I have a couple people that have agreed to do it, but I've debated doing like a different set of interview questions, like asking everyone the same exact question and, or like the same set of five questions and then uh, having them be like kind of crazy questions that might provoke more talking. But I also want to like try and limit these to short interviews. So I want to do like five questions, five minutes, put it on the Patreon channel or something. Because um, I guess I think like just in case somebody wants to talk about a topic that might be a little bit tougher to discuss. It, it's a little bit less of a public forum, but it's still a public forum. So um but that's like kind of what I wanted to have as my next like endeavor or show. And I don't, I don't think I'll be end, end up like doing that anytime soon. Cause I'm so busy. And even when I'm not busy, I'm busy, like relaxing, which sounds just like the stupidest thing ever, but, um, trying to find that like perfect life balance between working and playing shows and guitar lessons and podcasting, etc. you know, and, I've taken on a couple other tasks recently where, um, just to see if I could do it, I wanted to see if I could record somebody and record some other people doing things. So I'm kind of like incorporating more live type recording into what I'm doing, which is just something I'm kind of falling my way through because I haven't taken any like coursework on doing it, but I'm just going on the internet and trying to figure out the best ways to go about pulling that off. So it is kind of cool to know that I uh, kind of have the ability to to record some music, but I don't know if any of what I'm recording will ever see the light of day, even as like calling it a demo. So, um, but yeah, as I get busier in my life, it's weird because I have all these ideas to do new things, and I I know I've teased a show somewhat similar to this before, but I also thought it'd be fun to like just pull maybe like ten episodes together all ahead of time, and then just release it as like a weekly series and just have like, you know, seasons of it or something like that. I don't know. I'm still kind of debating on, on adding anything more to my plate. Um, kind of like that was my thought process when I was thinking about making the video with the events music builder live already has that covered. So it's kind of something I don't have to add to my plate where they've already got a pretty good handle on it. Um, once again, that's music builder live for people that don't, don't know what I'm talking about at music builder live. You can just hit them up and, and let them know what kind of events you have coming up where, and I'm fairly certain they take on all comers. You can just add it to their list. So, um, I do know that a few shows that I've posted about have made it on there from multiple bands. So whoever's running that is, uh, either keeping an eye on me or kind of involved in some of the same groups I share things in online. So it's totally worth checking out. But yeah, I, uh, if you guys want to see what kind of events are coming up, that's where I kind of just relegated to the fact that the Facebook event group is kind of where I was just going to leave it all at and let everybody kind of go to it. Um, I do have a lot of events that I, I always click interested to like just piles and piles of events, but, um, I don't really want to just like twice a week or like every couple of weeks just dump like. 30 or 40 events in there for the next couple weeks. Uh, cause I don't want to just spam people too much. And I know 
I'm sorry I've done that to a few people that are in the group. Um, if you see those posts, because I, if I find one, like I said, I'll find one, then I'll find three or four or five, and then I'm like, I've got to quit because I'm just going to destroy people's timelines with events. But some people want that. So, like I said, if you're one of those like five ish, 10 ish people that kind of message me, you know, a couple times a month wondering where the shows are at for the weekend, regardless of whether or not I'm playing or your, you know, your buddies are playing or who's playing, I like, you can just go to the, audible farm group and check it out there so um otherwise everything's just going to be at the audible farm facebook page uh as normal all the audible farm upgrades are up updates are going to be there holy cow and the uh you know I, I have been getting a few more likes and follows on the page recently so thank you guys for that i've been trying to post a little bit more than i have recently but a lot of it's been about the same kind of things like this group that i'm in um the audible farm group or I shared the episode that Jeremy Ober was on with the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Because uh, that's, uh, you know, like I said, I like the show. I like Jeremy Ober. I've I've met and discussed things with both of those people. They're great people. So it's pretty cool. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's just been a lot of like sharing the same kind of things. I have also shared recently, uh, there is a... On the Audible Farm YouTube channel, there's a playlist that has music videos from Iowa bands. And I posted, um, I made a post on Audible Farm earlier this week about if you have music videos to drop them in the comment section. And I, I'm really close to having 100 music videos from Iowa-based musicians on the YouTube playlist. And I'm looking for like, actual music videos or like really highly produced um live video type things and i'm talking like multi-camera setup live stuff and i'm i there's only a couple live ones that i've actually let slip through uh just because of how well produced they are and it's like this might as well be a music video based on a how good it sounds and b how good it looks so um otherwise there's uh, animated music videos on there. There's music videos that are professionally shot and probably cost thousands of dollars. There's ones on there that are non-professionally shot that probably cost dozens of dollars and they all look pretty, you know, pretty good, honestly. So like whether you're doing a music video in-house or, or what, uh, shoot me a link, uh, go to that post on audible farm or just, uh, I believe there's a post in the group about it as well. It might be buried now underneath you know, 400 events, but otherwise, yeah, just go to the audible farm page on Facebook and then drop a link in that post. It's fairly close to the top. So that is there too. I'm just kind of trying to create these resources where I can contain all these ideas in one location. All the events can hang out here and all the music videos can hang out here and all the podcasts can hang out here, you know, stuff like that. Um, that is really like the only big things I wanted to discuss this week on the podcast. And I know it's really, really short podcast, but, uh, once again, I don't have a guest this week and I've been trying my best to keep pretty busy. I think this is, uh, I don't have too many days off and the days off, I try to find other things to do. Hence, uh, attempting to record music for the first time, which is, uh, quite the endeavor to get it done. I would say, quote-unquote, correctly. Like, to do a good job at it, it's not actually that easy. 
And then I'm starting to find out where like some of my friends that actually do record and mix and master music, they're like, you're not going to believe the amount of time that gets spent mixing. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. But today I was mixing just for fun. And once again, I don't really know 100% what I'm doing, but I can go on the internet and read stuff and learn and figure it out. But it's, it's just such a time suck. I mean, I, it was like three hours I sat here without realizing three hours had gone by. And so I totally get it. I get what you guys are saying now. Uh, mixing and mastering and doing all that stuff. It, it's very time consuming. It uh, takes a lot of a lot of doing. And then there's a reason why people that are good at it charge a lot of money for it. Because if you're like me, just some average Joe, it's tough to know. You think like, well, I mixed it this way. Well, that sounds good. I'll save that. Well, let's mix it this way. Well, that sounds pretty good. I'll save that. So you save like five or six different versions and you listen to them on five or six different devices and you start to kind of figure out which ones sound better where. And then you got to think to yourself, well, where's most people going to listen to this at? And what do they sound like with good headphones and junky headphones? And what do they sound like coming out of speakers or just the speakers on your computer or out of your car or out of a Bluetooth speaker? I mean, everything sounds a little bit different. So there's a, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this that knows more about it than I do. That probably knows about mixing and mastering. And they're probably like, well, that's the way you got to do here is this. And that's, you know, once again, that's why paying someone to do it is sometimes the better route. And uh, I do know people that do it themselves for themselves. It sounds great. I do know people that uh, do it for fun for themselves and kind of help other people out. And that's that's great, too. I guess I'm just kind of trying to do something other than sit on Facebook and cruise Facebook all evening long when I have actual free time. So not that there's anything wrong with that, because that's how a lot of people find the podcast. But it's also, I know myself, so i got to stay busy. And that's how I've chosen to, to try to stay busy in what little free time I have. So, um, yeah, I, I was doing that, and then I was like, I need to record an episode for tonight. Uh, because I'm not going to have time any other time coming up. So uh, that I had to sit down and do that after I got off work and then mix music nonsensically for like three hours. So uh, this is going to be the end of the episode. I kind of got rambly there at the end for the last five minutes, but appreciate you guys tuning in, and thank you guys very much for listening, and I will catch you next week. I do have two... I have two scheduled interviews next week, so hopefully I will get... Uh, new guest in here that nobody's uh, heard on the on the podcast before and hopefully uh, nothing falls through and nobody gets sick and the weather cooperates or or the internet cooperates so I can Skype with them so uh, let's just hope it all works out because I do know it falls through sometime I've made multiple interviews that have fallen through for one reason or another whether it's me or them or somebody it's a travel issue or a weather issue or um, I've, I've had some that I've scheduled on the internet and there's a technology issue that's, uh, and I mean, it's just everything that you can imagine. So that's the worst part about trying to schedule these out when I have so few free days, but I'll get it done. I'll have a new, uh, new guest in here next week, hopefully. And if not, I'll bring an old guest back on again. Cause that's, you know, anything's better than listening to me talk by myself. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Uh, I'll see you in the outro.
Well, I guess this solo episode wasn't that bad. The worst part about doing solo episodes is going back and listening to myself. Because when I ramble, sometimes I make mistakes and I or I like misspeak. Uh, just just using common vernacular, I'll use the wrong word or or I'll just kind of fold something in there that doesn't quite make sense. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I understand to an extent why people are just like, I don't like listening to the episode I recorded. And it's like, yeah, I, I get it. You don't want to hear your own voice. Plus, you're super judgy of yourself. Uh, I've recorded like 175 of these now. And uh, yeah, I can definitely say it's not really easy to sit down and listen to yourself, especially when, I don't know, I, I talk half the time. There's like literal days worth of my voice being spoken on the internet. Gross. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is a lot more fun when there's somebody else here to bounce ideas off of. I will tell you that much. It's probably a lot more fun to listen to when there's somebody else other than me. Um, especially when some of the solo episodes, I've got some hot takes or whatever, you know. I've got some things that I want to uh, talk about, but not always. Like On this one, I didn't really have anything super specific I wanted to talk about. Pretty much just the uh, Facebook group on Audible Farm and then the music video list on YouTube. Those are two things I kind of tried to fire back up this last week. I added videos to both. Or I added videos to the, the YouTube list. I added a pile of events. So if you're looking for events coming up, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Audible Farm and then uh, join that group. It's public. There's a list of events there. If you're in a band and you want your events on that list, all you have to do is just post your event in that group. Boom, it's added to the event. It's that easy. Or added to the list. It's that easy. Um, that's kind of what I'm talking about when I talk about making mistakes. Um, and if you didn't catch that one, I didn't make a mistake. It was it was beautiful English. So that's pretty much all I have for this week. Uh, like I said a million times before, I've got some stuff scheduled out for the next week. So hopefully we can get a guest in here next week. Hopefully we can get a new guest in here this next week. Uh, speaking of guests, uh, I saw Kirk Bricker recently at a jam night. If you don't know who that is, go back like three years in the podcast. He was on the podcast. He makes cigar box guitars. So fun to see him at a jam night. Uh, I, I hadn't seen him in like three years either. So really cool to, to see him at, at a jam night. Um, those jam nights are fun. I've scouted out a few more in different towns. I'm going to try and convince my buddies to one week go to one of those jam nights with me somewhere i know there's one in waterloo i saw one in i believe iowa falls i i think i saw one coming up in Ottumwa. maybe that was uh as this episode came out maybe that was like yesterday um or you know i don't know like i said i'm starting to see some jam nights popping up around including a new one in fort dodge so i'm really stoked to maybe get the opportunity to play with somebody new i mean that's kind of how i got involved in the music scene was um just going out playing with new people and, and having a good time so um yeah go to go to your local jam nights and just network with some people and kind of just get involved in the scene and support the local music scene it's gr it's growing it is growing insanely fast up in northern iowa there's lots of people from out of the area coming into this area to play music because uh, there's a that many places to play up here and B that many people that want to listen to it. So um, I do also know that as crazy as it sounds the the Des Moines I, there's a lot of scenes that have been growing lately and it kind of just makes me happy. 
I don't know. For a while there, it seemed like... And I bet I, it's just because I haven't been in the scene long enough, but it seemed like the scene was kind of just narrowing down and and kind of like hourglassing in the middle, and now it's kind of going back out the other way. So it's kind of cool to, to see that. And I like I said, I, if I had been in the scene 20, 30, 40 years, whatever, uh, even just like tw- you know, 15, 20, like some of my friends have, it would I'd probably be able to see some of those ebbs and flows a little bit easier than uh, than I do now. Wow, this is the outro. I'm not supposed to be talking like this in the outro. All right audiblefarm.com shop.audiblefarm.com for all the audible farm shop goodness and then uh, patreon.com slash audiblefarm for the patreon videos those videos are uh one dollar for a month and if you really want to you can pay me one dollar and then watch all the videos and then unsubscribe from the patreon if you really want to do that you can do that it's pretty awesome uh that'd be the one of the money savvy things to do but it's like twelve dollars a year that's like three cups of coffee at a coffee place maybe even two depending on what you're drinking so uh patreon.com slash audible farm and uh yeah don't forget to check out that audible farm group i think i'm out of here for the week so we'll check you guys later peace